Join me right now on Kumite TV is UFC middleweight Darren Stewart. Welcome to the show, man. That new. Now, the Good. first thing I want to get into with you is your background in dancing. I heard that you're a salsa dancing champion. Is that true? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, not a big championship, but yeah, something small. I did competitions is, here and there. So. Is this something you still do? You know, with with the fighting going on at the same time? Competing? No way. No time for that. I hardly even go out. I mean, the time I would dance is um, my missus' family events, you know? The same time I would dance. And if I need a break after the fight, I might go out to celebrate. I'll go and dance that way. But to compete? No way. That's long. Too tired. You know, they said that Lomachenko, you know, he danced for a long time to kind of get his footwork right for boxing. Have you had some advantages, you know, from dancing for so many years into your MMA career? No, not really. Everyone thought I had. I've always been dancing since young. I was dancing, street dancing, before I even started fighting. So salsa was something just new to me. I like to try new things. And um, of course, yeah, you learn new steps, you learn quick footsteps, and it can, um, you can take it over to MMA, but I didn't personally do it to improve my footwork in MMA. It was just something I like doing on the side. I've mainly done it for cardio, to be fair, you know? Mm -hmm. Speed, working your footwork, and coordination, and, you know, trying to lead the girl as well at the same time. It's a lot of work. So I did that personally for MMA, like cardio-wise. But I didn't say, yeah, let's start salsa, but home at MMA, no way. I had footwork before MMA anyway, because I did Taekwondo. So I had a little footwork before then anyway, so. Well, let's jump into your career. You know, your last fight at Tough 28 finale. After three rounds, the judges gave your opponent the split decision. Take me through that fight and your thoughts on the judges' decision. Uh, the end of the day, the judges have got a job to do, you know? Like, they've got a scoring system to follow. So, if I lost by the scoring system, then I lost by the scoring system. But if you're talking about a fight, like a full-blown fight, like you would see on the street, I won that. You know what I mean? I come to fight, you know what I mean? Yeah, he didn't come to fight, but he played the game, so fair play to him. So some people said that I won it still, you know, because they're looking at it from a fighter's perspective. But if you're looking at it from a judge's perspective, maybe he did win that. I think at one point, I think at one point, he beat me by So I can't really blame the judge. And I didn't, I didn't notice, I didn't notice until after this fight. I've been in, I've been fighting for so long in UFC. I didn't know that. UFC don't have their own judges. It's the commission from the country that judge. I didn't know that. So, I'm not making excuses, but he's from that area. Do you know what I mean? And you got the Ve then them judges here, they're from the commission from Vegas, whatever. You know what I mean? They're going to like their own people. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not making excuses, but I didn't know. I thought UFC had their own judges, but I'm getting told no. Each, each state you go to, you have their own commission, have their own judges. So, I didn't know that. So, a lot of things go into it, but fair play to him, innit? He played the game, you know. I come to fight. I thought it was going to be a stand-up war because uh, he's a boxer. And uh, he didn't want to stand up. He just kept uh, trying to take me down and hold me. So, yeah. I can't blame, like I said, I can't blame the judges. I'm more a bit peed off at the referee, to be fair. If you looked online after that fight, a lot of people believe you won that fight. If you look at it from a fight perspective... And now because of 
you know, the judges, because of the result, you're coming off a loss instead of three straight wins. Is there, you know, do you think there is a solution to that problem? Because it is people's careers on the line when those results are read. Yeah. I don't I just don't give a damn no more, man. Oh, honestly, man. I know you're saying it, but I can't put that stress on my shoulders. Like, I can't control it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, there's a lot, of, a lot of things I could have done better, and I'm working on it now. But, I mean, I should have... I, I don't know, man. I, I know what you're saying. Though. A lot of career, people's careers on the line. But it is what it is, isn't it? It's, it's done now. I mean, a lot of feedback. People are just cussing them. People are abusing my line. Do you know what I mean? And But I'm not being funny. End of the day... You know, he he done what he had to do. He got away with it, and yeah, he won. It, like I said, it's not the judges. It's, what got on my nerves is that at the back, when you start, um, before you go out, the referee comes in, gives you a briefing of the rules and stuff like that. And uh, one thing he said to me was, if it gets to a point where you're just there on the cage and you're stalling, I will break you up. It's okay if you get to the floor and you're stalling, I will break you up. Okay, cool. So how is it you broke us up once in a whole fight? You know what I mean? You broke us up once in a whole fight. The guy's holding me for three rounds, whatever, and you broke you broke us up once, or maybe twice, I don't know. But you said yourself, in the changing room, if they're just holding, not doing nothing, I will break it up. So why didn't you break it up then? The crowd were booing. Okay, we ignore the crowd, but they were booing, and you weren't breaking it up. It's like, I knew if that broke up, I would have knocked this guy out. Mm-hmm. But he was holding to dear life. He knew my power. You see what I'm saying? I don't know. What do you, what do you yeah. think? Did you watch it? I mean, what do you think? Yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely, man. I believe the same thing, man. Like, if the ref is going to tell you something before the fight, he should go with what he has told you and, you know, fulfill, you know, fulfill his, his, uh, his uh, obligations in the cage, right? But, mm. you know, like you said, it's past. It's past. Now you got to move forward. You know, after that fight, it probably ate at you for a little while, but it seems like you kind of got over that. But what have you been doing for the last seven months, man? Because were you, you know, what were you doing outside of the cage? Because I, I figured that you would have been on the UFC London card. Oh, man. Let's go into it. Let's go into it. So I was on that card. I was one of the, I, was, I think I was one of the earliest on that card. I was like, from what I remember, I think I was like the third fight on that card, but obviously you got to keep quiet. You can't say nothing. Yeah. So the guy I was fighting, uh, he broke his leg. Uh, so he could fight. They had to rematch me. So time's gone on now. I think it was what it, January. So I got ma- I got matched. I think in December. I couldn't say nothing. January, beginning of February, I think it was. I got told that um, they're not rematching me. Uh, when I heard that, I didn't bother ask why. People ask me why now. I don't know. I could have found out why, but I just so I was so pissed off about it. Like I thought, why not? Like I'm I'm on the card already. Like I ain't done nothing wrong. Why are you not rematching me? If you can't find me someone, then you can't find me someone. But what I got told was they they not rematching me. They're not rematching me with someone else. So the crowd went crazy and. Uh, yeah, apart from that, um, I've gone full-time training now, working a lot of my wrestling. Like people think I ain't got grappling, I've got grappling, but when like the last fight, when you're in that state of mind, 
I wasn't there to grapple. I know you got to prepare for everything. That's my fault. Got to prepare for anything. But I had a feeling I was going to knock this guy out on the feet. And he wanted to stand and fight with me. He didn't want to fight. He was holding me. So I've been doing a lot of um, grappling. Had to get off the cage now. If he goes to the floor, I've been doing a lot of jiu-jitsu now. So in that time I've been off, I've been putting in mad work on my grappling. Also striking still. Never forget striking. I've even improved on my striking. Not that I have to, but I've improved. But um, I've spent a lot of time wrestling. I've just come back from wrestling today and my neck is killing me. My muscle massage is killing me. Um, I've been working a lot on my wrestling and my jiu-jitsu. So right now, I just feel like Optimus Prime, you know? I just feel like wherever it goes, it's game over. I'm looking forward to it. So that's what I've been doing in my time. I've, got, I've, I've, I've done the crying or whatever over UFC London. I've just been putting in mad work, training fully. Yeah, you just mentioned that you went full-time now. How different does it feel to be a full-time fighter compared to what you were, you know, doing before that? Big difference. Oh, my God. Listen, I wake up now and it's work. Uh, it's like, for example, um, today, Monday, right? Normally, I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I'll leave work. I'll go pick up my son. I'll bring him home. Then I'll go train in the evening. In the evening, I get one hour. So I'm doing one hour a day probably. And people say to me, Darren, come and wrestle on Monday. Come wrestle. What time? Oh, yeah, in the morning or 11 o'clock. Okay. Oh, no, I can't come because I'm working. All right, cool. So they'll be like, okay, Darren, come and do some MMA sparring because you know you wear big gloves and little gloves. It's two different things. Come and do little glove sparring. Okay, what time is that? Thursday, 11 o'clock. Can't come because I'm working. So it's just really, it's so, so hard, isn't it? Now, I'm full-time. Darren, come along. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. And I'm improving so much. I've only been, I've only been full time for two months, I think now. And the guys that I train with have been full time forever. And I'm really, I'm, I'm really putting them through their paces. I'm already causing trouble. And I've only been full time for two months. So imagine if I was always full time in my UFC career. You know, no excuses. Like everything happens for a reason. Do you know what I mean? But I know for a fact that the people are fighting UFC, they train full time. I know for a fact that because. I, I, I like to make friends, and after a fight, I make friends with my opponent. And I see they're training full-time. But I was always going to work, do you know what I mean? So I miss that loads of things now. Now I can fit in my wrestling, my jiu-jitsu, and it's made a big difference to my game. And I'm just excited to see this next one, do you know what I mean? Like, regardless of what the result is, I, I just feel so good right now, do you know what I mean? And I feel like it's going to be a good one, the next one. Well, speaking of your next one, man, you're going to the big one, UFC 238. June 8th in yeah. Chicago. It's your fifth time fighting over in North America. Do you like traveling over there to fight? Yeah, I don't mind traveling. I mean, I can say I've been there. It just upset me that um, when there's a chance to fight in my hometown, mm -hmm. you don't give it to me. I don't mind traveling, do you know what I'm saying? But, you know, let me fight in my hometown. I mean, yeah, okay, I've done Liverpool, thank you. But it don't come often in my country. So when it's here, let me have it. And it's not really me. It's like, it's the, it's the fans. They're asking for it. Do you know what I mean? They're saying put down on the card. It's not really me, but it's what it is, man. I mean, they say everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. So UFC London was a fight night, but now I'm on a numbered card. So they're saying maybe they're keeping me for a number card. The way I fight, they like me. The fans like me. Save me for that. So I can't really complain. Do you know what I mean? End of the day, I can say I've been to these places, you know? So... It'd be good. Yeah, man. And you got a good opponent, too, Bevan Lewis. 
even though he's coming off a KO loss in his UFC debut, he brings the fight. What are your thoughts on him? He don't bring no fight, man. I don't think he brings a fight. I don't think he... Like, he's all right, man. He, he's all right. I don't think he brings no fight. I bring the fight, innit? Everyone I fought knows when I bring the fight. Everyone knows I bring the fight. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he's good. He's good. But to me, Uriah was holding back. Do you know what I mean? Uriah didn't push... For, and, you, and he said it as well. He had some family issues. So he's holding back. So I remember I watched that fight as well. I stayed up for that one, that card. And I was like, whoa, this guy's good, man. This guy's quick. This guy's this and that. And now I'm fighting him. I look back at that fight again. I'm thinking, whoa, this guy's a bit slow. He's just trying to put the pressure on you, but he's not fast. Like, every time he hits, I'll counter that. Every time he moves, I'll counter that. And even if he hits me, I won't back away. So I'm seeing things from a different perspective now. I'm seeing that I'll light this guy up, man. So... Everyone's saying as well, some people think you've got a tough fight, you've got a tough fight. It's not a tough fight. I mean, no, don't get me, don't get me wrong. Every fight in UFC is tough. Do you know what I mean? But I think I'm better than this guy. It's just, I think he made Uriah made him look good a little bit. That's all it was. Because he wasn't mentally there. Do you know what I mean? But there's so many holes in this guy's game. You know what I mean? And I'm not just saying this. Fighters are saying this. From a fan's perspective, yeah, he looks good. From a fighter's perspective, I've I'm gonna. I'm too much for this guy. And I've changed so much. Like it's gonna be. It's gonna be difficult for him to fight me because every fight of mine is different. If you was fighting me, let's watch Darren's last fight. Let's watch the fight before that. Every fight is different. Show me one fight in my UFC career is the same. So I'm a confusing fighter to prepare for, and I've changed my game again. But I made it. But I ain't changed. I've gone back to the old school way. You know what I mean? And my old school way as a better fighter is too much for this guy. But again. What lets me down is just the nerves and anxiety. Like, I haven't got past that yet. And I think too much is on my shoulders. You know, I was going to work, being a family man, training. Now I'm training full-time. I'm more happy now. So I'm going to see what's like when I get in there. And when, I haven't switched it on yet, trust me. When I switch it on, people ain't seen nothing yet, man. Honestly, he hasn't seen it yet. So I respect him. He's, he's good, he's average, but I don't think he's better than me. The only, if you look, if you, I mean, tell me what you think from what you've seen me in my UFC career. Like, people only beat me because of my mistakes. No one beats me up. No one's like, yeah, knock Darren out. No way. I will never let it happen. It's just, I make a mistake. Okay, he holds me. Okay, I, I didn't do enough drills of getting off the case. Do you know what I mean? Or, I'm tired. So, instead of backing up and recovering, I've shot him for a takedown and get a guillotine. I get I get subbed out. Do you know what I mean? I, I, it's my mistake. No one beats me up because they're better than me. So Bevan Bevan can't win this one anyway. If he does, I made a mistake, but I'm making no mistake because I'm training full time now. I'm covering them little gaps now, so I'm looking forward to the next one. Going back to your training camp, you know, it seems like you've probably been in training camp for like four months or whatever because it goes mm. back to London. But like. Talk about your coaches, man. Who have you been working with closely to kind of elevate your skills in wrestling, in striking, you know, other all the aspects? Yeah, so I have my main coaches, uh, Paul Hines, uh, Michael Russell, and Chris Carley. They're my MMA, BJJ, and striking coach. And um, since I've been going full-time, I've been going bits and bobs. I've been going different places. So I'll go to shoot fighters, and I'll spar with um, London shoot fighters, where Michael Page uh, from and I'll learn from their coaches, Paul or Alexis. I learn from their coaches. Then I will go to Team Titan as well. Um, no Brad Pickett, where Brad Pickett from? Yeah. I'll learn from Brad Pickett. I'll learn from Bola. I'll learn from Mickey. 
You know what I mean? So I've been going to them two gyms and picking bits and bobs from people. So I've been training them coaches as well, alongside my coaches. And I've also brought in my cousin as well, who's a high-level judo guy. Um, he used to um, fight for a Team GP and the judo team, so I brought him in as well. Um, so yeah, I brought in quite a few people to up my game. So it's going to be good, man. Before I let yeah. you go, I wanted to get into one more last thing, man. Uh, music cool, man. and sports. Uh, go hand in hand, you know, like, do you have kind of like a playlist that you listen to during training camp to kind of get oh, you ready for yeah. fights? Oh, uh, you know what, man, I've, uh, I've changed so much things, man, I don't know why, I mean, like I said to you now, this next one, I've gone back to the old school dentist, man, I've got that playlist there, I've got that certain walkout music, I don't know why I've got to UFC and I've changed a few things, like, you might not see it, yeah, but I know what I'm talking about. Like, the walkout tune's different, and the way I'm preparing the change room with the, with the music's different, and even the whole fight week music is different. And I change a lot of things, man. And um, I speak to a um, performance coach as well, and um, he made me go back and realise what I was missing. Like, I knew I was missing before, but no you need that kick up the arse, you know what I mean, to like, let someone tell you that. And now, since I've gone into that, I've gone back to the old ways now, I feel like I'm there again. The old school dentist is there. The old school dentist has got this playlist there. And I brought it back now. I'm ready to go, man. I've been thinking about it now in my head, man. I just, what I do now for this fight, like I did back in the day before UFC, I, uh, I play that tune before training. I play them that, that type of genre before training. I play that type of genre when I'm going jogging or in the gym. You know, and I keep it in my head. So when it comes to fight now, it's not different. You know what I mean? But before, I'll play some music here, some music there. I'll change room now, I'll change that. And then when I walk out, I walk out to different type of music, you know? I don't know why I changed a lot of things in my UFC career. But I'm back now. I'm back. I've got that playlist and I'm ready to go, man. I'm ready to go, man. I can't wait. Give us a, you know, a little peek into the playlist, man. Um, well, it's a, type of, it's a type of genre we've got here in the UK called grime, grime music. Okay. Um, don't know if you, yeah, you don't even know about grand music. You've got the Skeptors and the Wileys and all that stuff. Yeah, I grew up with them people, mm-hmm. and uh, grand music gets me on it. Like, don't get me, an- it gets me angry, but good angry. You know what I mean? Enough to fight. Not, not angry in the sense that oh, you're gonna get angry and lose your head and then lose the fight. No, it just gets you in that zone. So the grand, the grand genre, gets me in that zone, and that's that's my that's my uh, that's my music. All right, man. UFC two thirty eight. It's going to be a good one in Chicago. Thank you for your time, Darren, and uh, good luck on your future, man. Oh, thank you so much, man. Thank you, thank you. All right, people, how you doing? Darren's the dentist, Stuart. Um, before we start, I'd like to shout out ISO Sports, Big Array, um, High Guard. Um, you know, them guys keep me going. They support me along the way. Shout out my friends, my family, missus, my son, my coaches, TDP, the dentist partnership. And anyone else I missed out. Hello.